0: Well, we're in conversation next with um, the spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education uh, to speak to us about day one of the matric exams. So today marks the first day of uh, the matric exams. Across the country, close to 717,000 learners have written their first examination, that is English Paper 1. The Department of Basic uh, Basic Education says it has strengthened security to ensure that there are no leaks of examination papers and provincial departments are required to follow all protocols when it comes to the collection of uh, papers. We are now joined by Elijah Amtlanga, who is the spokesperson for the Department of uh, Basic Education. Elijah, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for I know it's a bit too early to give an assessment of how things went, a full, true reflection of it. But from your preliminary um, reports that you've received, how did things go this, this, this morning?
1: Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin. Well, things went well uh, based on the initial calls that we made to provinces to check on the activities of the day. We are waiting, as you correctly say, for the written reports, which will come later on this afternoon but so far so good thank you
0: so far so good the issue around the security do you believe that you've put in all the right measures to ensure that we don't have leaks
1: yeah we have Um, and the evidence is that we, we did same after the 2020 incident of a leaked question paper and in 2021 we were able to secure all the papers from start to finish 2022 we did same But we are not complacent. We have gone on to put more measures to make sure that this time around, it also doesn't happen. So we believe that what we have done will help us and we pray that things go according to plan.
0: And then also the return of load shedding, um, have you heard of it having an impact at all?
1: Alden, I can say to you that last week we were in close conversation with ESCOM who were very cooperative in terms of uh, managing the schedule for us. The reason I say last week is because that's when the two papers that require electricity were written or were done. Here is uh, computer application technology as well as information technology which are highly reliant on electricity. So those weren't we without any problems. So this week is but don't require much of electricity for them to be done. So we're confident that from now on it should be smooth sailing. Yes, we know that uh, load-sharing could have an impact uh, for our candidates who need to study in the evenings. But we advise them to try use daytime lights so that they don't have to be anxious at night when there's no electricity because of load-sharing.
0: And then um, following the, um, the 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 weather disaster in KwaZulu-Natal, did you get any update around the alternative accommodation for matriculants there?
1: Yes, we did. Uh, what, uh, the things went well there as well because it didn't happen today. So all we needed uh, a few hours to assess if we needed to take the learners to a different place. And uh, arrangements have been made by the province. Actually, the DG had an emergency meeting with all heads of uh, the Department of Education over the weekend uh, to try check with everyone if all systems go, and that was said to be the case. That's why we went into the exam today without any worries. Even from the media briefing hosted yesterday, we said that all systems go.
0: A final one is another problem that we've seen creeping up now is the issue of water cuts. Um, and I wonder whether the Department of Basic Education has looked into this and also how to um, manage the situation because, as we know, that water is life, unlike electricity, for instance. Um, but this time around, when we speak about water and the finding schools where you don't have water because the water supply has been cut off, um, has this been a problem for the department at all?
1: No, it hasn't. It hasn't been a problem uh, to the extent that we can't do what we need to do. Under normal circumstances, when there's water shortages in the school, we keep the learners for half the day and then we leave them to go home. But in the instance of examinations, we are able to manage. One of the benefits of COVID was that we're able to provide all our schools with with tanks. So the reserve that is there when there's a cut is able to provide for the learners for that limited period. And we're able to make sure that the supplies are constant to ensure that there are no further disruptions. And we are on high alert at this time when it comes to examinations because we don't want any disturbances.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Elijah Mhlanga There is the spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education. Listening into the conversation is Mugwena Maluleka, who is the General Secretary of the South African Democratic Teachers Union. Sadhu Mugwena, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. From your preliminary assessment, has it been a smooth sailing this morning?
2: Okay, good afternoon and thank you for having us indeed. Um, So far, so good. We we have not uh, received uh, um, any uh, incidents that we may uh, characterize as uh, threatening the integrity of the examination or um, really causing any disturbance uh, to the learners themselves as they were uh, on their way to go and write their examinations
0: what would you say are the most important things going into this examination as well that need to be that need to be dealt with? Right now, I just spoke to um, Elijah and he says that the water situation, that you have the alternative water tanks that are there in school, so it hasn't really become such a huge crisis. And then you look at, for instance, the issue around electricity and now the return of load shedding, and while we can accept that um, with the with the with the um, the ITC exams, so for instance, where you do need electricity, uh, there was electricity available. But then, when learners are writing, they're also required to be in a room that is well lit, and the weather in Joburg is terrible. So, if you are load shedded, it wouldn't be that well lit in the classroom.
2: Well, majority of our classrooms do not really um, rely much on the electricity. If we were to tell the truth, throughout the year, Um, they rely on the, you know, uh, natural lighting from the sun uh, in the manner in which uh, they've been practiced. But I'm not discounting the fact that we need more lighting um, at any given point in time, but for uh, so the examination as well, that is that it will not uh, then stop the learners from writing uh, or it would cause uh, serious anxiety because uh, it only would do that if the learners were using electricity on a daily basis during their studies at, at, at school. Um, they don't do that most of the time and therefore it's an environment that they used to, except that obviously it's going to cause anxiety at home with the return of load shedding in terms of, uh, you know, revising, in terms of uh, being either late at at school when they're supposed to write, given that uh, there are what you call street lines may not be working, um, and and that would cause more traffic. Um, congestion, uh, which obviously would affect their taxes because there's no proper public transport except the taxes that the students are using to go and write. These are some of the things that we need to be aware of and work very hard to make sure that uh, we also review the time at which the students leave at home as parents in order to accommodate uh, possibilities of these particular delays because you don't want to be anxious when you're sitting at the desk and writing an examination. So these are some of the things that we have got to be aware of and continue to support our
0: children. The Quality Assurance Body, Uma Lucy, one of the points that they raised during their last press briefing was um, parents who uh, are not happy with service delivery and lack of service delivery then use the opportunity to blockade roads during exams to send a strong message to government and officials. And I see in your statement you also reflect that as part of the I am a school fan campaign.
2: Yeah, we as a, as, as an organisation are fully aware of some of the, uh, the communities that take advantage of this particular situation and wanting to rob our children of their the, 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 you know better future using education um, as a trade off um, and, and which is not acceptable. Our school fan, a campaign is very clear. It is that first and foremost, as a parent, as a community person, you've got to adopt that particular school and making sure that nothing disturbs the school. Once you have done that, you need to love the school and make sure that any other person in the community, whether you're called into a meeting and say, this is the time for us uh, to protest, and then because the government will hear us better when we block the school, you have to stand up and say, I am a school fan. We will defend uh, our schools. We will defend our children. And therefore, we will not use them as pawns uh, in the process um, of, of of gaining whatever as community want to gain. That education is more fundamental. Um, it's more important for them to be even get better services uh, into the future if their children have been able to be given the opportunity to write the examination. So that is our call to say be part of the solution and not be part of the disruption of our education. It is highly unacceptable from a certain perspective. I think we're calling for maturity. We're calling for uh, you know a solidarity with the community and say please stand in solidarity with your children.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Mugwena Maluleke is the General Secretary of the South African Democratic Teachers Union, Sadhu.